So um, uh, uh, we will uh, move on to Erwin. Uh, so if everyone could please give Erwin a big round of applause. One night, I woke up. It was dark, and the room felt warm and stuffy. I had a pain in my stomach, and a sort of ticklish throat. It felt as if there was a worm in my throat. So the next day I went into work. Uh, work was a tiny room deep in the bowels of the science building. It was behind two sets of locked doors. It was uh, about the size of a student's kitchen, low ceiling with polystyrene tiles, and lying along the ground. And on two sides were workbenches. And the workbench just directly in front of me, there was a big incubator. And on a tray beside the incubator uh, were six glistening glass beakers. From these beakers, there was emanating an incredible smell. It filled the room. It was acrid. It smelled like fermentation gone wrong. A kind of sickly sweet odor. It smelled a little bit like a pig's guts. And that was no coincidence, because the contents of these jars came fresh from an abattoir just that morning. Inside uh, these beakers were parasites of a pig, giant worms about 20 or 30 centimeters long, giant intestinal nematodes. So I put on a pair of gloves and I reached into one of these beakers and took out a worm. I pinched its head region between my thumb and finger and its tail between my little finger and my ring finger and held it there. These worms are very strong. They're a little bit like pneumatic tires. There's a fluid-filled cavity running the length of a worm and around it, rings of muscle and lines of muscle the whole length of the worm. So when the worm wants to move, it compresses these muscles against the fluid and it writhes and it twines. So I could feel this worm like the flexing of a finger against my hands. So I held the worm and with my free hand I picked up a needle and syringe. It was full of a colorless liquid. And very carefully I inserted the needle into the fluid of the worm. I gently injected some of the colorless liquid into it. And I put that worm into a fresh beaker and one by one I injected all of the other worms. Then I put all of the beakers into the incubator. The incubator was at 37 degrees C. That's body temperature because the worms like body temperature. So then I got some industrial bleach. There's a big ball of industrial bleach on the ground. And I got some blue roll. And I 
covered some of the bleach on the blue roll and I began very carefully cleaning every square inch of surface. It's very important I did this. If you look at one of these worms, they have a skin that's sort of semi-translucent, sort of milky white. And underneath the skin, filling the whole lower two-thirds of the worm, there is what looks like ribbons or confetti. These are the reproductive organs of the worm. So when I'm holding one of these worms, they're spraying out eggs. They're spraying out eggs on the surfaces, they're spraying out eggs on the floor, they're spraying eggs all over me as well. And the only thing we know that kills these eggs is this industrial bleach. In fact, we're not even sure if that kills them. If you look at these eggs under a microscope, they look like circles surrounded by jelly. And it's this jelly that stops getting anything getting into the worm until the worm is ready to get out. these surfaces very carefully because these parasites don't just infect pigs, they've been known to infect humans as well. Pig farmers working on organic pig farms, sometimes even scientists researching worms. So after I cleaned all the surfaces, I went home. And that night, I woke up it was very dark and the room felt warm and stuffy. And I had a pain in my stomach. And I felt that there was something in my throat. Now I knew that whenever a worm wants to leave your body, it takes the fastest route available, which is through your mouth or through your nose. So I waited. I waited. Was worm too much.